ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Welcome back to ShareCare Radio. This is Dr. Daria. Now, our next guest asks everyone, what are the simplest things you can do to be better at everything? He's a bulletproof exec, Dave Asprey. Now, Dave is a Silicon Valley investor and tech entrepreneur who, after two decades of research, found ways to essentially biohack his body. Now, that allowed him to lose 100 pounds without counting calories or spending hours in the gym, upgraded his IQ, got better sleep and less time, and he lowered his biological age. Now, from that, he also created the widely popular Bulletproof Coffee and authored the New York Times bestselling book, The Bulletproof Executive and the Bulletproof Lifestyle. Now, I am super excited because I've read a ton about you, Dave. I've read all about your articles, and I've always been very curious, and we're really glad to have you on the show. So thank you for joining us. Really happy to be here. Now, I want to start off. You say you were a 300-pound young adult and you essentially transformed your life with what ended up being the Bulletproof Lifestyle. What led you to, to find these lessons in the first place? It, it may come as, as no news to the people who are listening to this who are fat, but when you're fat, you know it, <laughs> and you're kind of desperate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you have these Look, mirrors. You don't even need scales. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it, it's hard. So, and every, so many people are trying to lose weight. So what led you to kind of get that revelation? I got a little desperate because it's one thing to be fat. And it's another thing to be tired. And in my mid-20s, I got really tired. And I, I had become very successful in, in my career. But I realized I wouldn't hire myself because I was so tired and I was cranky all the time. And I would sit in meetings and sometimes I couldn't stay awake or I couldn't remember what happened. And I realized I was having brain fog. And I'm like, I can't put food on the table if I can't use my brain. And my body hurts all the time. And I'm fat. And this just isn't okay. So I moved that from... I guess I should try and exercise more like I've been doing to it's a matter of life and death and survival. So I'm going to put all of my uh, mental resources and a lot of my financial resources, I'm just going to point them all at this one thing where I want to feel good all the time. I want to have energy to bring it no matter what. And it turns out you can do that. And so what, what is it? What was the first thing you tried that you really clicked? Aha, I figured it out. This is the secret. A lot of things will work for two or three months, and then you sort of realize, oh, this must be it, but then you realize they stop working. And one of the first things that made me mad, really, I lost 50 pounds in three months when I went on a low-carbohydrate diet. I had 100 to lose, <laughs> and I went on essentially the Atkins diet. This was 15 or so years ago, and I thought, I'm so mad. No one told me I've been eating these you know, low uh, low fat soy crisps and all this crap. Uh-huh. And <laughs> snack wells, yep. Mhm. Yeah, like you're hungry all the time and and you're always thinking about food and you're fat. And all of a sudden I'm like, "Wait, I ate some butter and now I'm not nearly as hungry. I have more energy and I lost half my weight." Mm-hmm. The problem is that losing half your weight isn't enough. And a lot of people get stuck there. And and fast forward a few years, I'm like, "Well, okay, I'll try being a raw vegan." I was a raw vegan for a while, and, you know, you can lose weight doing that, too. And then all of those problems hit you after three months where people start getting autoimmune conditions and they get uh, weak teeth. I ended up, like, splitting a tooth 
And you end up realizing that, okay, I'm also hungry all the time and I'm cold all the time and, and this didn't work either, even though it worked right. for a little while. So it, it's one it's thing sustainable, to lose the weight. Thing. Yeah, to make it yeah. something that can last. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you mentioned the fat because that's, one place that in general medicine is going, we're going from avoiding all fat, which it was in the 90s was the trend, to now really realizing that fat is good, not even something that needs to be avoided necessarily, but good, and some good fats essentially is the term we use. And then there's those saturated fats that are, people are, doctors are often still on the fence a little bit about saturated fats, but which is why I want to talk about the bulletproof coffee. Because you go sure. the entire opposite way. Tell us about what's in Bulletproof Coffee, because you're even pushing the limit on that, too, as far as fat in your diet and really including it. Well, Bulletproof Coffee is a mix of Bulletproof Coffee beans. These are coffee where we change the process of making green coffee so that there are fewer neurotoxins in the coffee. There's a naturally occurring thing from mold in coffee. It's not regulated in the U.S., so we have a clean coffee bean that doesn't have anything in it other than coffee. Then we... You brew it, and you blend it with grass-fed butter instead of milk, and that's because milk sticks to the antioxidants in coffee, so your body can't use them. And butter doesn't do that, and butter is the same fat that was in the milk. And then we add another oil called brain octane oil. This is a, a rare extract of coconut oil. It's about 5-6% of the fat in coconut oil. It's technically a saturated fat, but it has a very different metabolic effect. It's a kind of fat that can't be stored as fat, and it triggers your body to go into fat-burning mode. So when you do this, it literally, the first time you try it, you realize, oh, wait, I'm not thinking about sugar all the time. I'm not thinking about food. Mm-hmm. When lunchtime comes, instead of being ravenous, like, I guess I could eat, but I don't need to eat. So it sort of mm-hmm. takes away all thoughts about mm-hmm. food the morning you have it for most people. Wow. And so so it's coffee, but it's you mentioned, I just want to really emphasize, because one thing you do talk about is that the coffee we get at the store has, has mold in it. So I just want to kind of back up and focus on that. And so this coffee that you're having doesn't have that, the coffee beans you're Yeah, this is, this is an uncomfortable thing. China, all of Europe, and Japan, and most of South America put levels in place, because mold is such a problem in coffee. It's actually a toxin from mold. It's not even the mold itself. So it's not that, oh, there's a living mold with fuzz. It's that there's like the equivalent of penicillin, just trace amounts of this stuff. Mm -hmm. The U.S. never bothered to put limits in to protect our population. So coffee that's illegal to sell in most first world countries gets sent to the U.S. and then we drink it. And Hmm. the primary mold toxin in coffee accumulates in six parts of the brain, and it's hard for humans to eliminate. So it builds up over time, and in my experience, it's one of the things that, that makes people cranky and jittery when they drink coffee. And I'll tell you, when I drink most coffee, I get jittery and cranky. I created these beans so that I could reliably drink a cup of coffee without feeling really unwell a couple hours later. So I found my, my sugar cravings went away when I drank mm-hmm. coffee without mold toxins. But when I drink the normal coffee, which it, it still tastes good, but it has this extra payload because it was maybe illegal to sell in Japan, so they sent it here. Interesting. So it's having this better coffee bean, but then you add in the, this, the, the fat sources that you're talking about. Now, what is, I want to yeah. know, what does your cardiologist say about all this saturated fat? I'm, I'm dying to know. The doctor in me has to ask you this. <laughs> well, they look at my advanced panels. I, I was really kind of scared when I started doing this. I looked mm-hmm. at the research. I said, you know, I, I think this is worth trying. I've been doing anti-aging for a long time. I run an anti-aging nonprofit institute. So I have access to all of these people, and I got my blood 
my blood panels done, and I looked at inflammation as being a much stronger signal of heart health than, say, cholesterol, which has largely been discredited in the last few years. Mm-hmm. It turns out cholesterol is easy to measure, but it's a bad marker. So the typical response people have and the typical response I had was my HDL, the so-called good cholesterol, it went yeah. up substantially. The LDL, for me, stayed about the same. And okay. what really mattered, though, is the triglycerides dropped yeah. a ton. You want those low. But the magic three inflammation markers, LP, PLA2, this is a, a measure of the damage to the lining of your arteries, homocysteine and C-reactive protein, those all went down substantially. And this right. is a typical response. Not everyone is going to respond that way. Some people, their LDL goes up, but inflammation goes down. And then a few people, inflammation goes up. And then then we start looking at genetic differences in the way they Mm -hmm. methylate things. But for the most part, people feel dramatic relief because they got a source of energy that wasn't sugar. And you just feel it about 15 minutes after you have your very first bulletproof coffee. And you're like, oh, wait something's different. There's like an inner relaxation that happens from having these fats that your body turns into estrogen and testosterone and all these other hormones and cell membranes and vital parts of your body. We're made out of fat. Every cell in our body is tiny droplets of fat. No, and there's, there's science is behind you on that right now with having more fat yeah. in our diets. And we're talking about all those processed sugars and everything in our diet. All it does is skyrocket our insulin insulin levels so our body stores that as fat it makes us crave more versus you stop that cycle by having more of kind of the the good fats in your diet and the healthier fats and less processed refined grains and you're avoiding those processed refined grains it's funny you mentioned insulin one of the reasons i designed bulletproof coffee the way i did is fat doesn't change your insulin levels and there's no sugar and there's no protein in there. So you're getting energy, but you're keeping your blood sugar totally stable. I can drink bulletproof coffee and my blood sugar is 87, which is where you want it to be if you want to live a very long time. Yeah. But if I have a piece of steak, like the way a paleo dieter would, my insulin's going to go up, even though the steak is delicious. It's not that I don't eat steak. I eat grass-fed steak, but I have it for dinner, and I don't do it in the morning. So you're still making cardiologists happy and that you're having your red meat in, in small doses. <laughs> so I think they, they'll all be relaxed. <laughs> Um, now, I want to get to, and the Bulletproof Lifestyle is more than just about the coffee. I mean, we want to talk about that, but there's a whole Bulletproof Diet that I want everybody to hear about. Talk to us about what that is. Uh, the Bulletproof Diet is it's a free one-page roadmap. You can download and print on your fridge. It's on bulletproofexec.com. Just search for roadmap, and we send it to you. And you can also get the full book, which we hit the New York Times and all that. What the basic principles are is eat more energy in your diet and just more fat fat gives you energy and when you do that you eat less of the foods that make you weak and more of of this more of the high energy foods what most diets do is they say oh eat this because it has lots of vitamins and it's kind of this weird logic that says well here's a bowl of cyanide and i put a multivitamin on top so you should eat it because it has vitamins (laughs) and it it doesn't make sense like like do less harm, and then have food with vitamins. And I find a lot of diets are having people eat things that really mess with their system. And when I was a raw vegan, I was doing that. And here's the deal. If you're a vegetable or you're a grain, your job is to not get eaten because you can't reproduce if you get eaten. Since you can't run away, roots are inconvenient, then you cover yourself in chemicals that make animals sick if they eat too much of you. And Mm -hmm. Each of us has a genetic makeup that lets us eat some plants but not others. 
for but instance, you, and, for me. Go ahead. Wait, I was say, uh, but a big part of the Bulletproof Diet is good organic vegetables and fruits, though. It is. But there are a bunch in the so-called suspect food zone. People don't know this, but one in five people, or 20% of us, get rheumatoid arthritis when we eat members of the nightshade family. This is potatoes, tomatoes, eggplants, hot peppers. These are delicious foods. But if you are sensitive to those and you eat those every day, you will have autoimmune conditions. You'll get chronic degenerative conditions, and you'll probably be fat because the chemicals in those called lectins make you leptin resistant, which makes you insulin resistant, which makes you get type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. No one told me this. I am one of those yeah. one in five. When I eat red peppers, I get that joint pain I had my whole life, and I start putting on weight. I love red peppers. They don't love me back. Knowing they might about make this. you weak. I love red peppers, but <laughs> I also have autoimmune arthritis, and I'm very, I'm, I'm very intrigued here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first I've ever heard of it, too. Well, if you are someone with autoimmune arthritis, you should eliminate all of them, including cayenne pepper, from your diet for two months and see what happens to your symptoms. And there's a really good chance for you that that'll change your life. And what I did in in the Bulletproof Roadmap is I said, look, here's a bunch of foods that cause problems for big numbers of people, and most of them don't know. So for two weeks, just don't eat any of the suspect foods. Just go on the super clean, high fat, lots of veggies from the, the low inflammation category and some carefully raised uh, wild-caught fish or grass-fed meat. And you do that for a little while, and for most people, it's like, oh, my goodness, I slept all night, the joint pain went away, my feet don't hurt, my knees don't hurt, my brain is turned back on, my psoriasis went away. And then you realize, okay, even though I'm eating things that have lots of micronutrients, some of them are not helping me. Now I'm going to be a hacker, and I'm going to figure out which ones they are. So you may be totally fine on lentils, and I might not be okay on lentils. We're different people. Not all foods are compatible with all systems. Like, you don't put Android apps on your iPhone. Well, okay, you don't eat food that's not compatible with your system. It's okay, right? Mm-hmm. So kind of try, kind of do this, you, you, you advocate this kind of two-week kind of an elimination diet, clean diet, and then kind of try different things, which is, I guess, the essence of biohacking is trying different things to really – how they can affect your body, right? Right, and we're all different. So there's basic rules there, and, and I talk about how things work. For instance, we all make energy in our mitochondria, these power plants in our cells. We make it the same way. We take fat or we take sugar, and we turn it into little electrons that power our bodies. And if mm-hmm. that doesn't work, you die in six seconds. So <laughs> it we probably works. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but it may not work as well as it could. Maybe we can make that better. And it turns out mm-hmm. by eliminating things that inhibit that respiration, you can be stronger. One of the things that, that has come up over and over for me is molds, mold toxins in our environment and in our food, they inhibit the electron chain transport in the body. So I did a documentary on toxic mold growing in our homes. This is another one of those big sources of kryptonite in people's lives. They have a little bit of water damage, something flooded in the basement, mm-hmm. the roof leaked. And then they started gaining weight, and they're a little tired, and they don't sleep as well, and they started getting autoimmune conditions. It's actually not what you're eating. It's what you're breathing. So I I filmed a dozen top experts talking about this and a dozen people whose lives have been profoundly changed by this, along with an estimate that maybe one in two houses has this problem, and one in four people can be permanently changed from an immune perspective 
just by living in a water-damaged building. So these are things that no one tells us as in school, no. but they're such big things to staying strong. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing that, that that's so widespread, but all of these, exactly, you're talking about, they are to kind of take you to that extra, that next level of having energy and being more clear and being more productive. So I love it. I love the theory and the concept of biohacking. And I know that a lot of these, as you mentioned, you point to scientific evidence, you've listened to a lot of experts, and you're not just inventing this. And so I know your documentary, Moldy, goes through that. So tell all of our listeners where they could find Moldy. Moldy is at moldymovie.com. Moldymovie.com. I love it. It, it, took, now, it. it took like two years and a couple hundred thousand dollars to make the documentary. And I, uh-huh. it, it's there because I grew up in a basement with stachybotrys with toxic mold. It was one of the reasons I was obese. No one knew. No one told me. All these autoimmune conditions, so much suffering. It was unnecessary, but no one knew. So now if if you have this and you see the movie, you'll know it. And if your doctor doesn't believe you, you get him the movie. No doctor can see the experts in this movie. These are world-class guys and go, oh, wait. Like, they cannot blow you off anymore. I was blown off dozens of times by doctors when I was trying to figure out what was going on. That's why I became a biohacker. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking to keep other people from having that same problem. So if somebody thinks they have the symptoms, go watch the movie, go to moldymovie.com, check out Learn More, and then if they think that it applies to them, go talk to your doctor about it. That's a great point. I want to go back to Bulletproof Roadmap really quickly because I love how you have, you know, for all of our listeners, like he mentioned, bulletproofexec.com, go there, find the diet roadmap. And the foods are, it's pretty easy. If you read yellow and green foods, those are the green ones that you want to eat more of and the yellow and red to really avoid. You mentioned that it can be different for every person. In our last minute, tell us how it, biohacking affects women differently. I know you've done work there. Uh, women oftentimes try to do things that work for men, and then it doesn't work, particularly intermittent fasting, this idea of, of skipping breakfast. For some women it works, but for a lot of them it messes with their hormones. So I find that women often benefit from a little bit more carbohydrate than men, but they should have it with dinner. Have some white rice or sweet potatoes, not sugar, a little bit of starch with dinner, and that can really affect sleep and hormone cycles for women in a beneficial way. And I write a lot about that on the site. Oh, that's interesting. I'll need to check that out because that is something very interesting, that food and how you eat it, and I think that's something you do, by how you eat it by the time of day will affect your productivity and how you feel as well. What you eat in the morning differs from what you eat at night. It's true. For women, it's fat and protein in the morning and some carbohydrate, but not Ben and Jerry's at night. <laughs> Which is a good rule for all of us. So, Dave, thank you so much. This, this time flew by. This is really helpful information for all of our listeners. Like you mentioned, check out his documentary, Moldy Movie, moldymovie.com. But really check out his new book, Bulletproof, the cookbook. It was just released this past December. You can find everything at bulletproofexec.com, more on the diet, more on his lifestyle and his blog, everything you need to biohack your own life. And, of course, check out his copy there where you can order it and tweet him at BulletproofExec. And, again, BulletproofExec.com. I'm Dr. Daria. Tweet me. I want to know what you thought about this segment and biohacking your life. I'm at Dr. Daria. Find us at sharecare.com backslash radiomd. Thanks for listening and stay well. 